Welcome to News Fix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. Conservative MPs link Johnson's slurs to the need for Starmer to be escorted by police. A great distance literally remains between Russia and Europe, and Jimmy Carr sparks controversy in his latest stand-up show. It's Tuesday, February 8th. Here's your News Fix. The leader of the Labour Party in the UK, Sir Keir Stammer, was escorted by police into a car after being heckled by an angry mob of protesters near Parliament on Monday. At least two were arrested after the incident, with those jeering him heard shouting he was a quote, traitor and paedophile protector. Why would they be shouting that? Well, last week in the House of Commons, Prime Minister Johnson repeated an insinuation Stammer failed to prosecute the late sex offender Jimmy Savile. Johnson refused to issue a full apology and his head of policy resigned over the comments. It's worth noting that a number of years ago, Stammer was the director of public prosecutions and commissioned a report about Savile's abuse, which was published in 2013. The findings acknowledged the opportunity to prosecute Savile was missed because allegations were repeatedly not taken seriously by authorities at the time. Responding to the report's findings, Stammer at the time said, Quote, I would like to take the opportunity to apologise for the shortcomings in the part played by the Crown Prosecution Service in these cases. Prime Minister Johnson did tweet about the incident yesterday, saying, quote, The behaviour directed at the leader of the opposition tonight is absolutely disgraceful. All forms of harassment of our elected representatives are completely unacceptable. However, despite this tweet, at least six Conservative MPs, including one of Johnson's former cabinet ministers, have now linked it to the Prime Minister's comments last week. In terms of the online discourse on this, on Twitter, hashtag Johnson out, hashtag apologize, and hashtag Prime Minister are all trending. Now, after a marathon five-hour meeting on Monday, President Putin said a number of President Macron's proposals could be considered, but much of the media reports suggested there was no major breakthrough in the talks. Macron moves to Ukraine today, where he will meet with President Zelensky in Kiev and continue his effort to reach a diplomatic solution. Meanwhile, the Biden administration are now suggesting Russia has amassed, by its border with Ukraine, 70% of the troops it would need to invade its neighbour. While Macron and Putin met, President Biden and German Chancellor Olaf Scholz met in the White House, and an effort to put on a united front only highlighted an ongoing issue for Western allies. During Scholz's visit, Biden suggested a Russian invasion of Ukraine would result in the end of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Schultz, however, stayed vague on this and was again coy during a CNN interview later in the evening. For anyone wondering why that matters, the pipeline would deliver Russian gas to Western Europe. It has been a heavily criticized project, and as BBC News pointed out before, it costs $11 billion to build, has taken five years, and is not yet even open. The aim is that it will ultimately double German gas imports from Russia. It's worth noting that one of its most vocal critics was President Trump, who repeatedly said during his time in office that it made Germany too reliant on Russia. The Nord Stream 2 project is being run by a former German chancellor. In terms of the bigger picture, in terms of Europe in general, Russia supplies 40% of its gas. In the newsletter, we've included a link to an excellent article that is really helpful about this. But also, for anyone that's new here, and we got a lot of new followers yesterday, if you want to understand the dynamics at play in all of this, read our recent piece about Ukraine, Russia, the collapse of the Soviet Union, and the expansion of NATO. Trust me, it will be so helpful. We've linked to it in our newsletter. Now, footballer Mason Greenwood has been dropped by his sponsor Nike following allegations of rape. Remember, the Manchester United footballer has effectively been suspended from his club since allegations of rape, domestic violence and threats to kill circulated on social media late last month. Greenwood was arrested but later released on bail. 
And for anyone unclear with the legal system, it's worth noting that at this point Greenwood has not been charged with a crime. In England there is a system called police bail, where a person is not charged but remains under suspicion. It means a person can be released from custody pending further investigation and can be brought back in if more evidence emerged. The police can also impose conditions like not leaving the country or contact with certain people. Now looking to what's happening today, it's a busy day in the world of showbiz. Firstly, Oscar nominations are expected to be announced later, and secondly, the Brit Awards are being held this evening, with Adele understood to be performing. It will also be the first time the awards have scrapped gender-specific categories. Now in Twitter trends, hashtag Jimmy Carr is trending online. Why? The stand-up comedian is trending due to outrage over a reference in one of his shows to the Holocaust. Carr talks about the fact the Holocaust is rarely discussed in reference to the thousands of gypsies who were also murdered by the Nazi regime. In his controversial punchline, Carr says, quote, no one ever wants to talk about that because no one ever wants to talk about the positives. The comment was widely condemned online, with Downing Street even weighing in. A spokesman for the Prime Minister said the jokes were, quote, deeply disturbing and it is unacceptable to make light of genocide. Carr's show, which is currently still on Netflix, is called His Dark Matters. And in the newsletter, we've included a link to the video where you can see what actually happened and what sparked all of the controversy. In a stark statistic, in Ireland, one in four women who have been in a relationship have been abused by a current or former partner. RT News spoke to a number of women's refuges as part of an investigation into the issue, noting that during the pandemic, the need for support rose by as much as 150%. In societal shifts, porn sites in the UK will soon be legally required to have users verify their age before accessing their content, or risk a fine of up to 10% of their global turnover. The background here is that this move is part of the online safety bill. According to BBC News, the plan is for people to prove they possess a credit card or confirm their age via third-party service. In terms of why there might be a need for this, a study cited in the article suggests half of 11 to 13-year-olds have watched pornography at some point. And lastly, on Monday, the Newsfix team and I celebrated the milestone of reaching 5,000 followers on Instagram. I want to thank you all so much for the support, but if you haven't already followed us, there's never been a better time to do so. That's today's fix. Have a great day.